All right, welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, live on nofilter.net. Hank Haney Podcast is brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com. You can go to HaneyUniversity.com and find out information about getting a golf lesson from me, either at my studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona, where I am currently teaching, or at a new facility I'm teaching at up in the Chicagoland area which is called The Golf Practice. Absolutely fantastic facility, and uh, I am there whenever I am in town. So uh, you can find out all the information at HaneyUniversity.com. Go there and check it out. All right, today on the podcast, I am going to talk about the news in golf. A lot of the news in golf has been from Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy is one of the best players Arguably in the history of the game of golf, he he is a uh, four-time major champion. I think it is uh, only lacking the Masters for his career Grand Slam. He is a phenomenal player, a surefire Hall of Fame player, a player who has made. Tons and tons and tons of money playing golf. Roy McIlroy is consistently one of the best ball strikers on the PGA Tour, European Tour, wherever he's playing. He hasn't won a major, though, since 2014. But he's hanging around, winning tournaments on a yearly basis, and he'll, he will be the race to Dubai champion, which is the champion of the European tour again this year. I think he's already sewn that up. And uh, Roy McIlroy has become a, and has been a very vocal voice in the world of golf. And he continues to use that voice in all things pertaining to golf. It absolutely amazes me how much talking this guy does. Now, I'm sure Roy McIlroy is, is a very intelligent person. I, I have no, no doubt about that. I'm not sure where he went to school. I'm not sure where he learned all this intelligence, but I'm sure he's a very intelligent person. He loves to talk. Just in the last week, there has been so much Rory McIlroy stuff out there. I mean, like he's the spokesperson for the PGA Tour. He's the spokesperson for golf. He's the one that kind of decides what's right and what's not right in the world of golf. In the last week, he's been in the news about the golf league, TGL. I think, I don't know what that's called. TGL, uh, Tiger Golf League, the Golf League. I don't know what the TGL, it's the new golf league that is gonna be a simulator golf league. Now, a lot of people are talking about this simulator golf league and are, pretty high on it. A lot of people are not high on it. People think it's a, it's an absolute joke. I Personally, I'm very excited about it. I think it's going to be potentially 
great for the game of golf. Well, I was having a discussion today with, with someone that's big in the golf industry, and they said it's amazing what has happened in the last couple of years with all of the indoor golf simulators. For a while, they were they were popular up in the northern area, northern areas of the United States, up in Canada, where people love golf. As a matter of fact, they love golf so much in Minnesota, Michigan, Illinois, Canada. A lot of people don't realize that. Illinois, Michigan, Minnesota are, are like the top three states for golf in the United States. Good, crazy. Uh, New York's right up there, too. Great golf courses, passionate golfers. When I travel to Canada, I can't believe how many people love golf and play golf in Canada. So, so a lot of people think golf is big just in, you know, the warm weather areas, you know, Arizona, Florida, California, Texas, and the United States. But that's not necessarily the case. There, there's more golfers per capita in, the, in these northern states. And, and they are kind of shut out of golf for a good six months of the year. So, so the golf simulator business thing has been has been pretty darn good in, in Minnesota, Michigan, Illinois, those kind of areas. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's getting big everywhere. It is something that is growing. And, and my hope is that this simulator golf league, TGL, which is the Tiger Rory Golf League, they have all these teams signed up. And ownership groups, they got Arthur Blank from the uh, Atlanta Falcons. They've got the Fenway Group owns a team. Tiger owns a team. Uh, I, I think the Dodgers own it. I mean, there's all kinds. Of, they, they got great ownership. And this deal is going to start in January. And Rory McElroy, he's – head of one of the teams. I think he's the head of the, uh, you know, like captain or whatever of the Atlanta team. All right. Rory was, was talking about how great this thing's going to be and how this is different, different. It's a different team concept. And it definitely is different because it's indoors. It's in there. They built a stadium for this down in Florida. And he's talking about how this is, no, no, this is way different than live golf. And it certainly is. It, it is It is way different. But it is It is team golf. And a lot of people have been down on team golf, down on live golf. But they're going to be up on the, the, the TGL. All right. Well, we'll see. But I have high hopes for it. I think that this is something that can grow the game of golf because because I think golf needs to grow in non-traditional ways. And we've seen this with Top Golf. Top Golf is a huge, huge uh, golf uh, activity, if you will, in the United States. It is, as a matter of fact, I, I was reading the other day. Top Golf is is owned by Callaway, and I knew they were owned by Callaway, but Top Golf's owned by Callaway. And Topgolf is bringing in, like, Callaway owns a bunch of different, they own apparel companies, they own Callaway Golf, and they own uh, Topgolf. Topgolf is bringing in the biggest percentage of revenue for, for Callaway. Topgolf is huge. And Top Golf is non-traditional golf. You go play at this, you know, driving range, which is kind of like a sports bar driving range, and you hit at these targets. And it's 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 been a great thing for the game of golf. My hope is that 
this TGL and the simulator golfing will spur people to play more indoor golf, play more simulator golf, and that in turn will be great for the game of golf. It'll, it'll grow golf's audience. It'll grow golf's participation. And I don't care if people are participating on a golf course, on a nine-hole golf course, on a driving range, on a top golf, on a simulator. I don't care where they're doing it. As long as they're doing something that has to do with golf, I think that's good for golf. I think I think that's going to be good for golf. So so I'm I'm right there with with everybody that that is hoping that TGL is going to be good. Now they're starting off in January. I mean, this thing is either going to come out of the box with a bang, or this thing's going to come out of the box with a bust. It's not. I I don't think this is going to be anywhere in, in between. But we'll see. We'll see. now they do have Tiger. And and that'll that'll give him something because you know he he's not playing a lot of golf these days and and uh, his first golf in a long long time is going to be on this this TGL and their opening day deal. Now they don't have John Rahm. He announced that he's not going to be part of the TGL, but Rory is definitely going to be part of the TGL. And we'll see we'll see how it goes. You know there, there's there's going to be a lot of banter and all this stuff going on. I don't know if they got the personalities to pull that off. We'll see. Justin Thomas, he can do it. Uh, Rory, he'll try and do it. But, I, you know, I, I, I don't know if Rory pulls in the audience that Rory thinks he pulls. Rory thinks everybody, I think, watches for Rory. I don't, I don't know if that's the case. Now, they will watch for Tiger. There's no, no doubt about that. But we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen with TGL. But Rory is part of TGL. And let's not forget, Roy McRoy and Tiger Woods are potentially, they probably already have, with all these ownerships that they've sold for these teams. But they are potentially going to make a bunch, a bunch, a whole bunch of money off of this TGL. They are going to cash in hugely, hugely. So this whole notion that any player that went to LIV is greedy or just went for the money or whatever they did or whatever people have accused them of doing, to me, it's just a bunch of garbage because everybody's in there for the money. Every single player either wanted to go to LIV went to LIV or talked or thought about going to LIV or their agent at least looked into it, which tells you that everybody has a price and certain players just said, no, not enough. I don't want to take the heat. I'm staying where I am. Other players said, you know what? Give me that money and I'm going to go. Other players said, you know, let me just see how things kind of kind of work out because I think there'll be some other things on the horizon. And, you know, if players leave, they're going to leave a lot of money. And by the way, they left a lot of money. They left a lot of sponsorship. Did you did you notice how Rory just kind of slid in there on that workday deal? How do you think that happened? How do you think that happened? That workday sponsorship, workday has a relationship with the PGA Tour. They booted out Mickelson. You're out of there. They booted out Phil, and in slides Rory. You don't think the PJ Tour had something to do with sliding Rory into that spot right there? 
You know, you know what Rory got out of that? A lot of money. Stay loyal to the PGA Tour. Take care of you on the back end here. Stay loyal to the PGA Tour. Poof. TGL. You can get a little uh, team ownership in TGL. So everybody's benefiting in golf. One way or another, they're all benefiting. But Rory comes out this week with more news. He got he got interviewed, and he, he, he's got to talk. He's got to talk. I mean, he just – he can't help himself but to talk. I mean, it's, I mean, this guy just – I mean, and the media loves him. The media, the corrupt golf media loves him. You know why? Because he's always going to give them something. He's always he, – he can't help himself. He's always going to give them something. So they asked him. Somehow he was, at, he was somewhere, and they asked him about the Ryder Cup. And the dust-up he had with Joe LaCava. Joe LaCava is now Patrick Cantley's caddy. He used to be Tiger's caddy. Before that, he was Fred Couples' caddy. He is a well-known caddy. He is, by all accounts, a good guy. A good guy. He's from New York. He's a good guy. Big, huge New York Giants fan. He's been around a long time. Joe LaCava's been around a long time. At the Ryder Cup, just to refresh your memory, they got all over, the media got all over the fact that there had been rumors about people talking about the fact that they wanted to be paid. Some of this probably came from Xander Shoffley, his dad, mostly Xander Shoffley's dad. And whenever it's Xander Shoffley, they're going to attach Patrick Cantley to it too because they're they're good buddies. They're best buddies. And Patrick Cantley wasn't wearing a hat. He said it's because his hat didn't fit. So he didn't wear a hat. Other people surmise that he wasn't wearing a hat because he was protesting the fact that he wasn't getting paid for the Ryder Cup, which, by the way, I think they should all be paid for the Ryder Cup. They're making a ton of money off the Ryder Cup millions and millions and millions of dollars off the Ryder Cup and the players don't get paid. It makes no sense to me. So I think they should be paid. But Patrick Cantley didn't wear a hat and he caught loads of crap at the Ryder Cup. I mean, it was absolutely brutal. And this this Ryder Cup, this exhibition Ryder Cup, when did the, you know, this, this has been going on for a long time. This whole uh, you know, fan interaction that's just gotten negative, and it's negative in the United States. It's don't kid yourself, it's negative over in Europe. Uh, when it's negative over in Europe, it'll be more negative when they're here in the United Next time they're playing at, at, at New York, uh, at, you know, and, and that's going to be, uh, you know, Beth Page, they're playing up there. I mean, that's going to be absolutely brutal. Uh, it, it, it's going to turn into into a circus. It's getting out of control. It's already out of control. It's going to be a mess. So Canley d- doesn't wear his hat, and, and and somebody in the golf media writes a story about how you know th- th- they want to be paid, and he's doing it in protest. And next thing you know, the fans pick up on it. And of course, that was the whole purpose of the article was to rile up the fans. And when they riled up the fans, they're giving Canley a bunch of crap. And uh, this whole thing's going on. Cantley, Cantley's fake tipping his hat that he doesn't have on uh, through the through the whole round. And the next thing you know, they get on on seventeen or eighteen, and 
you know, Cantley makes a putt and they're, you know, he's tipping his fake hat and they're, you know, running around the green a little bit. And Rory gets all pissed off because Cantley's in his way and Joe LaCava's in his way. I think it's Joe LaCava mostly says way. And then there's there, and Joe LaCava shouldn't have been in his way. There, 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 there are no two ways. First off, uh, it's an exhibition. That's what the Ryder Cup was. Uh, you know, the media, the corrupt golf media, writes the article, riles up the fans. Uh, Cantley gets fired up and he's tipping his fake hat. And then the fans get more on him. And then the whole thing just snowballs. And then the 18th green, it gets it, it gets going even more. And then next thing you know, Joe LaCava, the caddy, is involved in it. And then him and him and Rory are having you know having an issue. Rory, he's, he's distracting Rory, whether he was or wasn't. You know, LaCava was was wrong. Uh, next thing you know, Rory's out there in you know at the hotel getting into it with Bones. Uh, Justin Thomas's caddy and Bones is friends with LaCava and they're trying to, you know, smooth it over and he's yelling and they're screaming and it's all on camera. And it just, it, I mean, really, I mean, it's, is this really like what we want in golf or this is Rory, Rory, the, the spokesman for golf, the, the, you know, the, the, everything is great about golf. And, 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 you know, I'm the, I'm the one that, that helps make it great. And, and, and he, here he is right at the center of this whole thing. And Rory says, you know, he admitted not his finest moment. I think that was his quote, not my finest moment. Well, good, good on him for admitting that. Good on him for admitting that. Uh, but he called, but in this interview, he calls out, Joe LaCava says he used to be a nice guy, but now he's a dick. He said he works for Patrick Cantley, who's a dick, and now he's become a dick. But when he worked with for Tiger, he was a he was okay guy. And now he's become a dick because he's working for the Patrick Cantley, who's a dick. Now, seriously, this is Rory McElroy. Like, 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 why? Like, we had this whole thing at the Ryder Cup. It's going to be a mess at the next Ryder Cup. He's been stirring up the pot with LIV. And then next thing you know, he's stirring up with the pot with LIV. And then the next thing you know, LIV is partners, you know, with, you know, they're in a partnership agreement merger, which probably is never going to happen, with the PGA Tour. And Rory has to eat crow on that and says, well, you know what? Uh, you know, it's all about the money and, you know, they're better as a partner than an enemy. Oh, boy. You know, after all he said about that, that's his, that's his comeback to that. And, and then the Ryder Cup, rah, rah, Ryder Cup. And now it's, it's, a, it's a mess. And we're, we, we got the, all this whole barking going on at the hotel. And, that, and, and, and then, it, you know, two months go by and the whole thing's gone and passed and, and, and at least out of, out of sight, out of mind for, for the next couple of years until the next Ryder Cup. And sure enough, he gets interviewed. And what does he come with? He doesn't come with, hey, you know, uh, not my finest moment. That would have been a good thing to say. He, he said it, but, but no, 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 no. He's got to say more than that. What does he got to say? He's got to say, Joe LaCava is working for a dick, and now he's a dick. And and is that, like, really? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just, uh, I mean, what, what book is he following that this should be, like, he's endearing himself to 
all kinds of fans, but I don't understand it. I, I don't get it. I don't get what he thinks he gets out of this. I, it just, it, it, it baffles me. Like, like people like Rory McIlroy. I'll tell you what, a lot of people don't like Rory McIlroy now. A lot of people don't like him. And, and the more he says to, I don't know Patrick Cantley. I mean, I barely know Joe LaCava. Uh, but Patrick Cantley, I mean, I, I never knew he was a dick. I thought he was like a, I thought he seemed like, seems like, a, I just know him from TV. He seems like a pretty nice guy. I mean, he's a good golfer. He's quiet. You know, he's, 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 he's got a lot. Of, and even Rory admitted he's got some balls the way he could make those putts on 16, 17, and 18 with a hostile crowd to get a, to get a, a, a have in the match against Rory. Uh, but really, I mean, what, what is he, what is he hoping to get out of that? And now it just, he starts it all over again. So then the next thing that comes out, after this, after Rory comes out with that big, big article, which I, which I can't imagine, you know, he's going to play in tournaments with Patrick Cantley. Uh, what do you do? Just walk by him and just say, uh, you know, uh, you know, pretend he's not there. Do you, do you say, hey, sorry, I called you a dick. You know, I, I don't really think you're a dick. Uh, I mean, what, what's your, what's your next move if you're Rory? I, 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 I I don't know what his next. I mean, it's like I'm sure he's trying to figure out what his next move is. Oh, you know, I I, I shouldn't have said that. I mean, I, but he says he should say it because you know what he said. He said Patrick Kelly, him and I don't think alike. So that that's the definition of a dick. Somebody that doesn't think alike like you do. I mean, like, okay, that's that's a little harsh on a definition. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, there's a lot of I know a lot of people don't think like me. I mean, they're not. They're not all dicks, but, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I'm sure some of them are. Maybe some of them aren't. Anyway, uh, Cantley's, uh, in his mind, is is not uh, – he's a dick. And LaCava's a dick. They've got two dicks. Uh, but here's what's – now, next thing you know, here's what Roy does. Roy resigns from the tour policy board. <laughs> the, the next day after his, his uh, dick article's all over the place. And I'm like, wow. I wonder why he did that. Well, you know who else is on the PGA Tour policy board? Patrick Cantley. There's like five or six guys on the PGA Tour policy board. There was five, but they added Tiger to make six. And Rory and Cantley and Charlie Hoffman and, and uh, Adam Scott's going on there for Charlie Hoffman at the first of the year. Uh, they got a, a, a Peter Malnetti and uh, I don't know, somebody else. You know, it, it, it doesn't matter. Those guys have no say so in anything, anyways. They didn't even tell them when they, they they didn't even tell them when they were going into that agreement with the LIV tour that probably isn't even going to be anyways. But they didn't even tell them. So those guys, those guys got blindsided by that. They're figureheads. They don't give them any say so. They 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 pretend to, but they really don't. And I've known plenty of guys that have been on the tour policy board, and every one of them said the same thing. They, they don't listen to anything we say. Uh, that's what they say. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you what people have told me over the years. I've been teaching touring pros for a long, long time. I've heard it all, and uh, and and that's what they. Maybe things have changed, but not not from what I can. So Rory 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 resigns from the PGA Tour policy board. Uh, wants to concentrate on his golf, wants to concentrate on his family. And, and, and truthfully, I don't see what, once again, the guy just likes to talk. I don't see what good, come, why, why, if you were like a really, like if you were a golfer 
and you were really dedicated on your game and you wanted to be the best that you could possibly be, why would you be on the tour policy board? I mean, why would you put yourself out there and be the spokesperson for the PGA Tour and talk about all this stuff? All Why? Why would you do that? And I don't think it makes any sense. So I think it's good that he resigned because I think it's better for his golf, and I think he'll probably play better, and it's one less thing he has to do. But I wonder why he resigned. Did he resign because of that, or did he resign because, you know, I – Man, I'm on the board with one of these guys, and I just called him a dick. I don't know. Food for thought, really. But but you know what? It won't be the last time. Because the next time they interview Rory McIlroy, he will keep saying something. Because that's what he does. He likes to talk. He likes to be heard. he He likes to give you his opinion. And he thinks his opinion is is the way. He, he knows, he knows, he knows. I can promise you he knows. He thinks he knows. I don't know if he does know, but he thinks he knows. And he'll keep talking. So we'll wait and, you know, we'll see what happens. But boy, oh boy, he has had a great week. <laughs> because I think if he likes to hear himself talk and he likes to read the articles and he likes to be in the news, he has had a fantastic week. He is in the news for a multitude of reasons. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with LIV and the PGA Tour. We'll see what happens with the Tour Policy Board. We'll see what happens with TGL. And we'll see if Rory ever does win another major. He hadn't won one since 2014. But maybe now that he doesn't have to concentrate on all this tour stuff, maybe he'll get back to really focusing in on his game, and it'll be the thing that turns him around. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you listen to nofilter.net. Come check it out. It is absolutely fantastic. Great programming there. And you can hear my podcast either on No Filter or on uh, iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find it right there. Uh, hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. We'll talk to you soon on the Hank Any Podcast.